0: Fractured Skulls, episode 47? Terminator tries long some monoxide, and man, the, the movie you made me watch today. Yes, a masterpiece. Well, we'll uh, get into that in a few short moments. We don't really have much of a pre-topic, but we're here to hype up a big 80s party that is happening in Atlantic City, coming in later in the month on July 31st at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Jimmy J's 80s party! I am going. In fact, everyone here at the Just Chill Network is going to be attending. It's going to be. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a uh, pretty sure we're going to have a costume contest. It's an 80s party, which means dress up as anyone you want. That was a big deal in the 80s. Me? I'm a big fan of They Live. I know you're a big fan of Grafton. Who are you going as, Monoxide? I know you mentioned a few costumes.
1: I've got two people in particular. Well, three until Jimmy took one of them uh the first one was tony montana from scarface but then jimmy this is the second time that he has taken one of my guys first time was at the halloween party where he took the riddler and me being a woman having to go back upstairs and change it into my backup costume thank god to Roddy piper the other two i have john bender from the breakfast club and i have tommy versetti from grand theft auto vice city
0: Nice. Me, I'm gonna be Keith David's character from They Live, while uh, Mr. Anthony ganko is gonna be Roddy Piper from They Live. We're gonna have the glasses, we're gonna have the shades. We might, we might have to get some Nerf guns, just uh, you know. Oh, Danikin, I don't know if they can—they're gonna allow that in in the party. come to think of it is well, Isn't it
1: Jimmy's party?
0: It's Jimmy's party. That's right. It's Jimmy's party. He makes the rules. We're gonna have a great time. You wanna meet us? You wanna meet the entire Just Chill Network? Be in Atlantic City, July 31st, 8 o'clock PM, the 80s party at the showboat hotel in Atlantic City, New Jersey. You can listen to this great episode along with other great past episodes at patreon.com slash just chillin' network for one dollar. One dollar you get access to this episode and all other great past episodes, as I mentioned. You can follow this guy on Instagram at Owen underscore heart underscore guy. You can follow him on Twitter at Binocci YouTube. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well at Silent Poison. Don't forget to follow this channel. Just Chillin Network on Instagram.com slash Just Chillin Network. Follow us on Twitter at Just Chillin Net. We're on Facebook as well at Just Chillin Network. We're everywhere. We're all over social media. Follow us today. Donate the dollar today. You can listen to this great episode and come meet us in person. At the Showboat Hotel, July thirty first, eight PM at Jimmy's Eighties Party Galore. Woohoo! No, woohoo! Woo. We go from woohoo to boo hoo. What do you mean? Because of film. This is uh, your recommendation. You made us watch today. For today's yes. review, it is called Black Devil Doll from Hell which was released in 1984. Who in the blue hell directed this movie? I'm going to get his name up.
1: The Great Man. A great, great man.
0: It was written and directed by Chester Noble Turner. I believe he did the music to this movie as well. I mean, he fucking did everything. It stars Shirley Jones. And the premise of this film is simple. It's about a uh, religious woman... Who buys a doll at a, uh, I guess, at a corner store, at a gift shop, whatever, and then the doll uh, comes to life?
1: Yes. Okay. Hold on. You're you're glossing over this, all right?
0: This this we, I'm giving the basic cliff notes of no, the plot. We 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 gotta go into strict details.
1: Okay. This oh, this great masterpiece that we watch. All right. All right. Hold on. <coughs> The main character of this film is a woman by the name of Helen Black, all right? Here's something that you have to know about Helen Black. She is a hardcore Bible thumper. She goes to church. She sings Jesus hymns. She is, She goes to church every Sunday. Like, literally, she abides her whole life to the Bible. She is, she literally is the child of Christ, okay? Super pure to the point where they start off the movie with her at church and her friend who's right next to her is bored of the priest's uh, reading of one of the pastors of the Bible and Helen actually tells her, shut up, I'm trying to listen to the passage. Like, she is so religious to the point where it's obnoxious. She, she would belong in the Westboro Baptist Church at this point, telling all those uh, gay people they're going to hell for being gay. Like, you know, that time. So they reinforce this by two other scenes after that. When she leaves, she goes by her house, and there's this dude that's outside her house selling uh, electrical equipment, such as stereos, uh, CD players, and all that. And they're all stolen, and he s- tries to sell a sweatshirt. And she, even though she was never going to buy anything, she actually sits there and listens to this man's sales pitch and then tells him that that he's an awful person, I, I, like waving her finger at him, that he is an awful person for even stealing stuff and then trying to sell it to her. She then makes a phone call, or I think somebody calls her. She's on the phone with somebody who clearly sounds like they're in the next room, and you actually <laughs> see them. Through a window <laughs> because you know the sound equipment back in 1984 for a low-budget film like this is very hard to come by but it was great it was
0: there master- is no sound equipment it's just a guy holding a video camera and they're talking there's no backstage crew there's no donut boy there's no sound equipment guy it's just this Turner guy holding a video camera and whatever script he pulled out of his ass it probably is no script probably just had these two girls sitting in the same room just talking and while she's talking the camera is kind of like uh roaming around her house you just see all these religious pictures the bibles and just just reinforcing the fact that she's super hardcore religious she loves god Uh uh-huh yes and
1: here's your problem you want these crew this crew here or lack thereof to have a donut boy. Alright. The last thing that these people needed were donuts. They don't need diabetes. Alright? They needed to focus on making a masterpiece. Alright. So on an empty stomach.
0: I didn't say empty stomach. Okay They don't have a catering crew. We don't know that. We don't know that. You said <laughs> donut boy. I guarantee you they did not.
1: You said donut boy. I'm just saying they didn't need donuts. They could have had some good uh, Christian food, whatever that may be. I'm agnostic. So. <laughs>
0: Olive Garden.
1: Anyways, <laughs> Olive Garden. No, that's just pseudo Italian food. Um, <laughs> anyways, the next day, she goes into the shop. All right. I I don't know what precipitated her to go into the shop, but she sees all these like dolls, these little uh, porcelain dolls. She even sees uh, Raggedy Ann dolls. She goes in and the woman that works there, yeah, you can look around. And then she sees this one doll. I swear to God, every time the doll was shown on camera, I was disappointed they didn't play Super Freak. Because this thing looked like fucking Rick James.
0: You know, because they could afford getting the music rights to Super Freak. We don't know. We don't know.
1: Hey, this guy could have been cheap. He could have had the money, but he just didn't want to fork it over. You don't know that.
0: What amazes me is that he did pay all the actors involved. He paid everyone else except himself. I'm assuming all this money came out of his own pocket.
1: And see, there you go. A generous man. A guy who sacrificed his time and energy to make a movie. To entertain the masses. As, what's his face, a cinema snob would say, shot on Shittio. He gave us, this man gave us all this entertainment and he didn't even profit off of it. He gave it to the people that busted their ass to give you what you wanted that is a hero in my book if time magazine has man of the year that man belongs on it in 1984 if i find out he wasn't then i'm gonna be pissed we're gonna go back in time but getting back to the plot (laughs) so she sees this doll and for whatever reason she likes this doll But now, the person at the counter basically has to warn her of the doll. But it's not enough that she's got to tell the story. They have to play this loud beeping noise, like as if a fire alarm just went off.
0: (laughs) I thought something happened to my computer. I was watching this on. When you hear the noise, that's usually the sound it makes if you're playing like an NES or a Sega game, and someone hits the system by accident, and the game freezes. It goes, beep! Or...
1: It sounds like, remember in the old days when your tape, uh, when you get a VHS tape and it runs uh, to near the end and you get that white screen that just goes, that's what this sound was. (laughs) What the basic gist was, was that the woman said that the puppet has strange powers. And she has to reiterate it twice, because she says it twice. For whatever reason, she had to repeat the line twice. But hey, at least she's trying to reinforce this doll has special powers. She also says that she has sold that doll on four separate occasions. And every single time the doll has made its way back to the store without the previous owner ever coming back to reclaim its property. Okay. Fair enough. So Helen Black, after hearing the story, puts the doll back. She walks away for a bit. She's giggling about what? I don't know. But then she has a change of heart, grabs the doll and says, how much? Uh, Okay. So she brings the doll back to her house. And of all places she decides to leave it. she decides to leave it on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. (laughs) For whatever reason. (laughs) Okay. And and she says the line, I shit you not. You are the only thing that's going to see me naked. Why? Because we, we we did gloss over one another point in that phone call that she's having with her friend. Her friend is telling her she should get down, she should stop being a prude, and this that. She's like, I am only going to sleep with a man that I am married to. I, that's when I'll lose my virginity. I am going to lose my virginity when I marry somebody. So we they really want to reinforce the point that this woman's a Bible phone. Okay. So, she hops in the shower, and the doll moves. The doll actually has the ability to move. And it starts staring, and somehow is able to move the curtain without Helen Black even noticing that the, the curtain's
0: being moved. And the music. Should we talk about the music? This is This must have all been done, obviously, on some keyboard...
1: I thought it was on a teapot.
0: Or like a, a teapot. <laughs> a keyboard on a teapot kettle. Probably using some pots and pans. Yes. <laughs> the soundtrack to this movie. I, yeah. Why haven't they released this on CD? Or on iTunes? I, I would
1: you know, download
0: I, it. I did look up the soundtrack on YouTube to see if anyone put it up. But obviously it's just it was just taken from the movie and it just put the audio. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so
1: he's moving the curtain. She doesn't notice. And somehow she starts to feel sensual, if you will. She starts to rub her body. And then she actually starts to touch herself. You know, like the Divinal Song. Uh, when I think about you, I touch myself. So she's doing it. And then all of a sudden she just snaps back into reality. Like, what am I doing? Oh, my God or shame. So (laughs) she goes to sleep and she basically sees images of her future and each time she keeps moving the doll into different rooms and it ends up right back into her room. You would think that at this point she would just take the doll back because the woman's prophecy is becoming true that it has special powers. No. She just locks it in her closet in its box so there's a part where she goes to work and then she comes back to see if the doll is still there. And keep in mind, there's, there's one part where the doll is trying to plot to overtake Helen Black. Now, of course, the budget was real tight. So they decided to grab a child and put a wig on them and put the exact clothes that the doll had. And it's clearly a child like moving around, not a doll. And eventually the doll captures Helen Black by strangling her, knocking her out, and tying her up in the bed. Did I forget that the doll talks?
0: The doll talks. It has superhuman strength because when it choked out Helen, it was on the floor. And then he had this doll had to must have dragged her into the other room, tied her up, found some rope.
1: And he didn't kill her. He just choked her to the point where she was knocked out. But there's one part the part where he finally talks or it finally talks his line is wake up bitch! <laughs> <laughs> bitch, bitch wake up bitch and she's stirring she's stirring she's stirring and then he comes up with the line bitch I said wake up bitch It's it's crazy to think that he only knows the word bitch. She's tied up. Okay. Now, this next part I'm about to tell you is... It's not... I'm not making this up. Okay? This did not come from my warped, perverted mind. All right? There's one thing that we forgot to mention. The woman did say that this doll would grant one desire for any owner. And his granting of desire to this woman was to pop her fucking cherry. So he starts blowing smoke at her from his mouth. How he's able to do this, I don't know. He decides to lick her. And then, yeah, lick her boobs. Yeah, exactly. Like, breastfeeding. And then, they have dull sex. There's literally a scene where he's humping her and at first she's like no 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 like it's like it's a rape scene but then she starts to enjoy it she starts to like it she starts to like the fact that a doll put its whatever inside of her
0: it it was a rape scene that turned into a sex scene because it's not rape if the victim enjoys it right i don't know i don't know
1: because they do say that it, it, there are women or men who get raped can still achieve orgasm. It, it's confusing. You, like, you ever see the movie O, oh, which is based on, I think, the the play Ophilo with uh, Josh Hartnett and Makai Pfeiffer? There's one part where Makai Pfeiffer is having sex with his girlfriend. They're in the middle of sex. Consensual sex. And there's one part where he looks in the mirror and sees another dude sleeping with his girl. Like, he sees himself as some other dude, and he's fucked, like, they're, like he's humping her, like, really hard, and she says, stop, stop, and then he just keeps going and going and going until he orgasms. And it creates the question, did he rape her, or did he not? I don't know. Leave it up to interpretation. But O is meant, is it's a good movie. I liked it, based on Othello, jealousy, envy, you know this movie however we shall not question whether or not this is right okay this is this is state of the art because there's one part in particular where he's humping her she's she's orgasming he stops and she asks why did you stop for and he responds with because I want you to beg for it bitch
0: this movie Where do you go from here? I, and people got to realize this scene just went on and on. It felt... I think it went off, what, five, maybe ten minutes? And it just dragged. Oh, my God. All you hear is her moaning. Ugh. And it felt... It just... It turned into a porno movie. Some weird sexual porno movie where I guess there's, it's a thing where people get orgasms from dolls Mm -hmm. so
1: the scene ends finally finally what do you mean it should have went on for another 10 minutes (laughs) oh god um so she wakes up and she is confused like she thought that she dreamt the whole thing but then come to realize she didn't because she's bleeding and you know that's the whole saying, Popper Cherry, she bleeds after she has sex for the first time. So she knows it really happened. So now she's looking for the doll. And the doll is completely missing, completely gone. All that Bible thumping that she was doing, whoop, out the window, she took all of her Bibles. Keep in mind, she had like 60 Bibles in her house. She had pa- like literally passages on her wall. Just ripped them off, threw them all away. Now she wants some dick. She is craving some dick. So, realizing that the doll is gone, she just decides she's just going to find some whoever. And so, who does she go to? She goes to the guy that was selling her the illegal uh, stereo parts.
0: Yeah, the illegal electronics. He's uh, in the middle of her house, in the middle, uh, in the front of the house to try to sell. <laughs> it's not enough for her to just
1: want dick, Okay. She lures the guy in and tells
0: him what she went through. Like as if he was going to believe her. (laughs) Let me tell this random stranger about my sexual experience with a doll. Yes. It's amazing. Well, eventually it leads them
1: having sex. Here's the problem though. The guy just cannot, he can't get her off. Apparently he just wasn't good enough. So she's basically, uh, well, in the middle of the scene, while he's like humping, he's like, come on, girl, aren't you enjoying yourself? She just said, just finish what you gotta do and then get the hell out of here. So here's the thing. This is another why this movie's a masterpiece, okay? She's not enjoying herself. She could have had the choice to just stop right there and just tell him to get out. She had the common courtesy to let him finish. This woman is a trooper. Okay, don't tell me this ain't a masterpiece, because this woman allowed the guy to finish. Just saying. So what happens next? Well, maybe it was just one guy, you know, certain guys, maybe they just can't arouse a woman. So she goes to a club and she finds a hoagie bear looking guy. And they go to the club, they start dancing. to so that teapot kettle music that they keep playing from entire <laughs> movie, like none of the music changes. Whether it's at her house, whether it's her entering her house, whether it's at a club where they're dancing. She brings ho- this hoagie bear looking guy to their house. <laughs> she sleeps with him, same thing. She just can't get off. It's just not, it's not good. She didn't enjoy herself. The guy was worried about his ego and his reputation or whatever. She finally realized that nobody was going to satisfy her. She needed that freaking doll. She needed the doll to fuck her. Problem is, the doll's gone. Where could it go? Until she realized, oh, yeah, that's right. The woman said, I have sold this doll on four different occasions. And each time it has come back to the store. So she goes back to the store, and guess what? The doll's right there, sitting right where she found it. So she went to get it. Now this is where I call foul. The woman expects her to pay for it. She already paid for this doll, and you want her to pay for it again when you know full well this thing just keeps coming back to the store every time? At least the owner decided to come back to claim its property.
0: And didn't she pay again too? Yeah, yeah. She said, you have to pay
1: for it again. And she willingly paid for it.
0: No no arguments.
1: She just wanted that doll dick. So what does she do? Brings the doll back to her house. Lets the doll sit there. She takes her clothes off. She basically demands the doll to sleep with her. This, that, and the other. And then the doll... The doll's eyes light up and she gets all possessed and like and then blood comes out of her nose, her mouth, and her eyes and all that. And he just keeps doing it. And then I guess she keels over and dies. And that was basically it. She Ellen Black is dead. What a weird way to die. By a doll who fucked you and left you wanting more and then just killed you.
0: Why didn't the doll just kill her the first time? After basically raping her. I guess raping her? Because, again, she wanted more. After, I guess, their little sexual intercourse. Why didn't the doll just kill her and then just go back to the shop or whatever and then wait for the next victim to buy them?
1: I don't know, but the film ends with another woman in that same shop looking at that same doll. For whatever reason, there's just something mesmerizing about this doll. And now the wo- the woman at the, the store says, I have sold this doll on five different occasions, technically six, because the one woman came back twice. Mm-hmm. And the doll keeps coming back to the store. So clearly the woman that works there doesn't know math. <laughs> the woman that she was telling this to, she buys the doll, brings it to her house, and she goes into the kitchen, comes back, dolls missing, she freaks out end credits
0: why is the doll missing?
1: because I guess it escaped from its box
0: but what does that mean? is it going to rape her? did it go back to the store?
1: you're asking too much information man just let, just let it be
0: I mean, let it, it be. with the child you know dressed as Rick James attacking the girl from behind then roll the credits
1: listen be like that Beatles song. Let it be.
0: Okay? I... I gotta call bullshit <laughs> on something.
1: Oh, no. No,
0: <laughs> I, no. I, I looked up the budget. Yes? IMDb says 8,000. Wikipedia says 10. I think it's both bullshit. There is no way I, you watch this movie and say, oh, yeah, yep, this is a $10,000 movie. This looks like a $10 movie. Well... Let's let's put this into perspective, shall we? You
1: have to buy the doll. God knows how much that costs. Like if you run a real professional ventriloquist doll, they actually do cost a bit of money. Like a cheap one, yeah, you can get one cheap for like 50 bucks. But if you're like talking a a high quality ventriloquist doll, that's going to run you a couple hundred. Uh, You got the cameras, you need the people, you need the places. I'm sure that that reverend in the beginning of the movie, did not rent out his church for free. He needed some money for his Lord. Praise the Lord. Wherefore art thou? Need some donations. You need, uh, what what else? You need the, the store location. All those other dolls that she had. I mean, all those Bibles that she had to have in her house. The, uh, studio equipment that that guy had in his truck. I'm just saying, there could be an argument that, yes, he had to spend Nearly $8,000. Now, keep in mind, this is 1984. So $8,000 may cost about, what, twenty today? Or 10000 or whatever it was, because both sites are claiming different budgets?
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm just... I cannot believe a movie like this got released. A, a, a movie distributor saw this and said, yep, I want to distribute this film... Around the country, around the area, or whatever. Meaning more people need to see this movie.
1: And I agree with them wholeheartedly.
0: The production company is CNT Productions. What does CNT stand for? Wow.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, wow, that was dumb.
1: I thought it it stood for completely newsworthy tropes. (laughs) I'm just saying. This is a completely newsworthy trope. A black devil doll from hell. Think about it. All right. This movie came out before Child's Play. This movie inspired Child's Play. If not for this movie, you would not have Chucky. (laughs) So do not disrespect or taint this legacy that was created in 1984. I... I, I don't see how anybody could watch this movie and feel disgusted after watching it. What? What's, what's the overall rating on Rotten Tomatoes?
0: 12%. IMDb has a 3.5 out of 10.
1: See, these people don't know quality. These people probably were scared of the ring. That girl coming out of the TV. They probably were scared shitless in that new It movie. I'm just saying... It, all the movies that we have watched. What is this? We said episode 47. Can you name me a movie that sticks into your head, like Black Devil Doll from Hell?
0: You know, I had to say something else. This Devil Doll says the word bitch a lot. Freddy Krueger says bitch a lot in the later movies. Ah!
1: See how much inspiration this movie gave. Oh! Think about this! What's one of the major characters in Goosebumps? Slappy. Slappy the Living Dummy! Where'd that come from? Black Double Doll from Hell.
0: So you tell me one of the people that saw this film was R.L. Stein.
1: I I don't believe it. I know it for a fact. I know it. And if R.L. Stein says otherwise, he's lying. R.L. would stand for really lying if he ever were to say otherwise.
0: Well, this Chester Turner guy, I and mean, they did an article on him in the New York in the New York Times in on November 17, 2013 when he was talking about he's basically like a cult star because of this movie.
1: The funny thing is, when you go on Wikipedia and actually look up this movie, it's considered a black exploitation movie. Which okay, fair enough. A lot of the actors in this movie are African American, but I usually associate black exploitation with like Jackie Brown or something like that, or Bruce Leroy. This movie just happened to have a lot of black actors and actresses. Never really considered it black exploitation.
0: Maybe yeah, I'm it's, wrong. It's weird because well, one, I I, ha- I hate the term black exploitation. It's it's an exploitation film with black actors. Yeah. No. Uh but yeah, I, you think of like Jackie Brown or Shaft or any of the Shaft movies? Uh with this I didn't I didn't get that I didn't get like an exploitation vibe out of this movie. Like it didn't feel like a midnight movie. It just felt like It felt like fucking Woodchipper Massacre. Another masterpiece. <laughs> Kindred spirits right there.
1: Right. Mean, literally all the actors and the doll could have been white, and it would have still been amazing. It didn't. Color, black or white, doesn't matter. In fact, I think this movie should be the movie that keeps us united, not divided. Because think about it: this is a movie that you could replace the race of everything, and the food film would still be amazing. It's not, to me, it's not black exploitation. It just happened to have a majority black cast. Plain and simple. What I want to know is, other than the director, where are these people today? Where is that doll?
0: I, I'm, I'm scrolling through this uh, New York Times article. He says uh, he shot Black Devil doll about $10,000, so we'll take his word for it. Ten grand. $10,000 was what we just saw.
1: Yep. It was very well spent.
0: He has another movie
1: yeah I did see what is it called Tales from the Quad Dead Zone yeah yeah I have there yet Tales to watch. From the
0: Quad Dead side whatever yeah
1: I would love to watch it just because this great man this marvelous man produced such a masterpiece that I am going out of my way to try and find this film to watch because it was actually pretty hard to find Black Devil Doll from hell because it's not on it was on Shudder at one point until they removed it it, uh, I couldn't find it on Amazon Prime. Couldn't find it on YouTube. Couldn't find it on... I think it's the streaming sites. I just happened to find it by accident. So... We gotta find a way to watch Tales from the Quadrant so.
0: oh, yeah, Zone. It and, seems to be a rare movie. Even even uh, Black Devil, Doll* was, was a rare because they haven't made many copies of it, which is... Astonishing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it says here, VHS copies of the film. This is Quadrant's film, mm-hmm. by the way. Have become collector's items due to their difficulty to locate in extremely limited quantities with one copy selling for $2,000 on eBay. But I can imagine what Black Devil Doll from Hell sells for. But <clears throat> I don't think it should be a rare item. I think everybody... Oh, it says here, it was re-released on DVD in 2013. Oh, what do you know? See, we watched the 70-minute version. There's actually a director's cut that goes for 140 minutes, which is two hours and 20 minutes. Why didn't we watch the director's cut? We got to find that and, oh, and
0: re-review no. it. We, oh, we got to do it.
1: That should be our 50th episode right there.
0: Oh, God. And the
1: director's cut.
0: <laughs> two
1: hours and 20 minutes of nonstop ball fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the opening credits is probably gonna be like ten minutes long.
1: Sure. Yeah, what was got wrong with the and long, yes,
0: music. What was wrong with the long, plodding, nonsensical
1: uh, opening credit scene that went on forever?
0: It just went on and on, and every every member of the freaking crew got their own singular text fonts. They none none of them shared screen together. So there was like three. Executive producers, each one will get its own <laughs> single three for five time. seconds of fame.
1: Everyone needed credit for this masterpiece. Going down from the, the, the best boy to the producer to the writer to whoever other title that there is to make a movie. Even the special thanks to.
0: Oh, okay. the special thanks. Can't forget them.
1: Yes, exactly. This... I don't see why the Just Chillin' podcast or the Chillin' Killin' podcast couldn't touch this movie. Why not? Because we get kicked off for good. What do you mean we get kicked off for good? Mario would fall in love with us at this point. He would break up with his girlfriend to be with us, okay? To be fair, I'm a married man, so that I would be a little off limits. That would be your problem at that point. I I, I can't fathom how he could refuse Killer Piñata. I mean, we could have sold this movie to him, and we could have done a whole uh, roundtable review. Could have gotten everybody's thoughts, like Jimmy, uh, Mario, uh, Ed, and Ellie, and, and Anto, and and maybe, uh, what was that, that, that Jason guy that, that comes to Jimmy's things?
0: Could've uh, gotten... South Jersey Jason.
1: Yeah! Could have gotten his thoughts. This is
0: a movie that deserves discussion. You know, to, to give my final thoughts on this, this movie, it's it's a miracle. And I, I will say this. It was still better than Vampikers. Well, yes. I mean, at least I left this film with something, whether it be good or bad. It left me with something, as in the other Vampikers left me with absolutely nothing. Yeah. At least this movie didn't piss me off. I'm just, like, mind blown that a movie like this was made. A movie like this got fucking distributed, made it on fucking DVD.
1: And there's a director's cut that goes on for two hours and 20 minutes.
0: Think about that. Think about that. Think of every... I was watching this movie and I'm saying to myself, they could have cut half of this shit out. The scenes, the, the lady is just walking and walking and walking and walking. Could you imagine what he cut out from the the director's cut? <laughs> More doll fucking. Uh, we we was, will probably get scenes from the previous four girls that bought the doll.
1: That would be something. I would like that. Oh, we didn't even mention the part where when she's thinking about the uh, when. Uh, when she's trying to figure out where the doll went, and she remembers the conversation she, where she had, they show a clip of the, the woman saying, I've sold this doll on four different occasions. They use this weird filter for her <laughs> face.
0: <laughs> they wanted to use like a flashback-like filter, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was great. She looked like she came out of a
1: Freddy Krueger nightmare. <laughs> it looked like puke on screen. <laughs> Look. Look, I am not ashamed to admit this. I own a Killer Pinata shirt. I hope to God I hope to God that this dude sold or is selling Black Devil Doll from Hell t-shirts. Because I will wear that shirt. I will wear that shirt personally in one of the reviews.
0: You gotta wear the Killer Pinata shirt for um, uh, AC.
1: I will definitely do that. I will wear wear it the day you pick me up. Make sure to be wearing it. And I hope that day we bump into Mario and Jimmy and all that. Help Jimmy set up everything. So that way they understand that I enjoy quality. Not this fucking It remake or Lords of Salem or the Halloween remakes. The Ring USA version. Bam, bikers. <laughs> Why have those when you got Killer Pinata, Black Devil Doll from Hell, Suburban Sasquatch, and Wood Chipper Massacre, and Jason X? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Mario. You need to review this movie. I'm gonna protest until you do.
0: Man, this I'm just still trying to get him to see Mikey.
1: Mikey was a fine movie. It was good. But a doll that says, WAKE UP, BITCH! is much more intimidating than a child. BITCH! <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody <laughs> off camera just gave me a look of BITCH! <laughs> uh, as I was saying, I just feel that this doll was more intimidating than Mikey. And Mikey was a. Like, Fine. But not a classic like this.
0: Well, amazingly enough, this film has an audience. They're they're out there somewhere. They want this guy's autograph. They're taking pictures with Turner. Turner's now a legend because of this fucking movie.
1: Booyah! And deservedly so. Well earned. 100%. Matter of fact, we should meet him. Let's go find a horror con find him personally so i can take a picture with him and shake his hand get an autograph maybe even have a small interview with him and ask him about this beautiful masterpiece maybe do like a where are they now i'd like to ask him where are all these actors and actresses now
0: where, where is shirley jones
1: <laughs> yeah where is, she? where is the doll that you used for this movie where, where is, is that, that where is that rick james doll yeah, where is that woman at the store? What did she really look like? Did she really look like in the beginning of the film or when you had her filtered? What did she really look like? Let's see what she looks like now. That was another thing somebody off camera just told me. Why? And nope. there's only one thing this film was missing. Why didn't that doll, because it's a bitch a lot, why didn't it say, I'm Rick James, bitch? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh perfect! I think it, <sighs>
0: All that would have been fantastic.
1: (laughs) That would have been the greatest line in all the movies. Mr. Turner, you missed out. You missed out, man. I still love you. I still love you. You created a masterpiece. But this would have been the masterpiece of all masterpieces. Is this film... uh, What's that thing that they call the the registry uh, where the film is to never be destroyed? Like, this is to be preserved till the end of time?
0: There is a copy of this film at Yale University. Yeah, but that, that, that's... That's not that's not the name of it, no. It's called the National Film Registry, is what you're thinking of.
1: Yes. We gotta bring that film there. This film needs to be shown to generations upon generations. I'm talking about our great-grandkids. They need to know about this.
0: But, I mean, at least the film is locked somewhere, at least in some universities, so someone's acknowledging it.
1: Yale. Yale. A very as Al Gore from South Park would say, a very prestigious university.
0: (laughs) Wow. So are you telling me that Dave Chappelle watched this movie?
1: At some point, we thought that Dave Chappelle was the voice of the doll. Until... Yeah, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, bitch! (laughs) I thought either Dave Chappelle or Vince McMahon was the voice of this doll. (laughs) Sadly, neither.
0: (laughs) any I, I guess I, I said my final words I have nothing else to say about this this remarkable movie
1: I guess use you- my final thoughts guys buy this fucking thing if you find it on VHS or DVD you must watch it ten times straight no questions asked that's what I did that's what me and my wife did We watched it on repeat over and over and over again, just to absorb everything. Specifically the doll fucking, just to make sure we saw what we saw. I'm telling you, you will not be uh, unsatisfied. Trust me, I know what's good. I know quality. I know masterpieces when I see them. I have not steered any of you wrong yet. So,
0: check this out. I... I don't really know how I would recommend a movie like this. Because it's... It's weird because it's a bad... It's a really bad... It's not the worst film I've seen! I've seen worse! But it's not bad... Wait, wait. Were you actually going
1: to consider this movie bad? I mean, if you're talking Michael Jackson bad, then you're right. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Good. It's better to stay silent and be thought as if a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt.
0: I think that's a good way to close out this episode. And for those that are that thought this movie is was a dream, well. Wake up, bitch! Bitch.